Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast, your gateway to the wonderful world of archery and bow hunting. The Bow Hunter Planet Podcast would like to thank our outdoor partners for their support. It's because of these companies we can keep this show educating, entertaining, and growing the archery heritage. Please check out these partners' links in the description of this podcast. Now, your hosts, Tim and Dave. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast today. Myself, Tim Mazaran, and Dave Thomas, as always. Special guest from 10 Point. We have Brian today. Brian, how's it going, man? I'm great. How are you, Tim? Doing amazing. Doing amazing. In the middle of a, in the middle of a hunting season, so taking some time out to do some uh, podcasting here. I'm happy to have you on. Can't wait to talk about your bows tonight. We've always been big fans of 10 Point and Wicked Ridge and everything that you guys have going on. Um, so I can't wait to really get into what you guys are working on now. So, um, Brian, what, what's this year been like for you guys? Uh, this year uh, is sort of a continuation of, of last year. Uh, it's been tremendous. Um, we're seeing record demand, and we continue to – this year we've, in fact, built more crossbows than we ever have in any other year that we've been in business. So it's been tremendous. And, um, you know, despite all of that demand, um, we've done a pretty good job up to this point. And we're almost through the season here, but uh, we've done a really good job of being able to, you know, not deal with some of the supply chain issues that other manufacturers have dealt with. Um, We, in the off season last year, we actually uh, went out and found some additional parts manufacturers because we anticipated that, you know, the supply chain may continue to be an issue. Um, And in doing that, we've been able to get parts in when others haven't. And so we've been able to just continue to build and build and ship. Um, At this point, at this point, when you go to our website, almost every one of the bows on our website is sold out uh, at this point. But we, we continue to ship out to our dealers, even when we're not selling consumer direct, um, because we want our dealers uh, to, to be able to get that business. Um, so it's just been a great year, and we're looking, honest to goodness, I can't tell you much about 2022, but all I, I will say is this, it'll be the highest performance uh, and the the hands down the highest technology lineup we have ever come out with before and that's from bottom to top so 2022 has some exciting things in store 
I awesome. can't wait till we can get you back on so we can actually talk about that. Thanks for the teaser. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> so I do have one issue at 10 point. I ran, I, we keep running into this. <laughs> it's kind of funny, really. I feel like you guys have to develop your own targets because a lot of the targets can't handle the crossbow hits. I mean, honestly, I'm not even joking. Like, yeah. so Jamie was shooting at Kunk Camp. He had the Havoc and he was smoking them into this block target and it was literally eating the bolt like the bolt would go in and then gone <laughs> like nothing sticking on either end we're like what <laughs> so what do we do yeah. here brian how do we fix this issue <laughs> yeah, any positive problems especially those uh two bows that we have the havoc and the siege that, that shoot that shorter 16 inch arrow um you know it's definitely a challenge um uh, now, as far as if they're shooting target target tips, you know, or practice points, then, you know, my recommendation is, is going to be for big shot targets. Um, okay. they, have one, they have one called the Extreme 500, and it's built, you know, basically to withstand uh, crossbow shots up to 500 foot per second. Um, it's the style of target that has the, uh, it has the nylon mesh on the front of it, and then it, it's stuffed with uh, a dense material um, that works really, really well for target shooting. Um, it, and it, I, I definitely encourage, I'm glad you brought it up, Dave. I definitely encourage folks, if they're gonna invest in the crossbow that'll shoot that hard, you know, it, it's definitely gonna pay off if they invest in the target that's gonna be able to handle, you know, the punishment from those arrows. And so big shot targets, as far as, uh, you know, with field tips, um, with broadheads, uh, we found that the, uh, the, the high roller target, I believe that's from uh, uh, Morel, uh, that target is, is excellent if you want to you know, shoot your broadheads in and, and test it with those bows. Um, uh, that target also will not, uh, it, it won't basically seize to melt to the arrow when it goes in, you'll still be able to get your arrows out. So that's awesome i will say this <clears throat> we have had really good success with walk-on archery targets uh as well and uh but you can't really keep shooting the same spot over and over you know what i mean like you still have to really think about you know you're gonna get a lot of shots in the circle but i'm just saying you definitely need to think about where you're gonna put it you know <laughs> over time yeah. it will blow through <laughs> even even with the big shot target that i described to you if you shoot the same spot you know two or three times you're going to get some extreme penetration so whenever i shoot you know and i'm like you know if i decide i'm going to try to shoot a group i'll have you know three bullseyes that are the same same size and then I'll shoot one arrow into each of them. And then I can extrapolate where the arrows would have grouped at that point. You know, that's also going to help me save on arrows. Great idea. These, these 10 point bows, um, if you try to shoot for a group, you're, you're, I, I guarantee you're going to end up destroying some arrows because they're going to hit each other. No doubt. Yeah. I, no I love doubt. the fact that like 10 point is a crossbow company and that's what they do. I do love that, that, you know, like where other like bone manufacturers are building a compound and a crossbow. So they're not really focused on one or the other. They're kind of mixed up. Like, where do we do first? You know, like, whereas you guys are like, no, this is what we do. This is what we bleed. And of course you see it in the performance. I mean, these bows are unbelievable when you see them being shot and how powerful, strong and safe they are. 
that's the one thing I love about Temple. I don't have to worry about like, oh, is my kid going to shoot this? Is it safe? I'm good. Like, I feel like no problem, right? I'm not going to worry about that with your guys' stuff. Other companies, I wouldn't say the same. <laughs> well, I, I sure appreciate you saying that, Dave. Uh, you know, uh, we believe in, in, in doing that one thing and doing it well and also to trying to do it better than anyone else. Um, and also to provide you know, a, a crossbow that's gonna have a high level of safety when you're using it. You know, and when I, when I show you a couple of bows, I'll point out a few of the different safety features that we have you know, uh, manufactured and designed into every bow. Um, but you know, part of why uh, I think we're so good at crossbows is our CEO, Rick Bednar, uh, was actually the uh, founder of Horton Archery Products with Bernard Horton back in the early 80s. Um, oh, wow. and Rick, didn't know that. Rick, Rick has a lot of experience, you know, obviously in crossbow design that he he brings to the table today. Um, awesome. And, you know, Rick is, is pretty instrumental in working with our 10-person engineering team uh, to, to design and build First off, products that are safe to use. Um, secondly, products that are effective. Um, and third, products that employ technology that no one else has employed before, which helps you know those crossbows to reach performance levels that people have never seen before. So it's a very significant engineering team that you guys have. That that yeah, is, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think a lot of companies out there that we've talked to have it have a 10 person engineering team behind what they're looking at and it makes sense though because when you think about crossbows it, it is um it's its own type of tech and i i would argue i would argue especially as a crossbow hunter myself that it is um more complicated than a compound bow when it comes to all the I different components that are playing that that are that are coming together to make a to make a weapon that that's safe to shoot all the time so that's awesome to hear that you guys have that kind of back that that kind of uh robust engineering group behind you guys um but speaking of product because i want to talk about your products I, I love 10 point crossbows um it, it's great to hear that you guys you know have had just an amazing year. I think the consensus around the industry is we've had a lot of new hunters come in, um, but not just a lot of new hunters, a lot of people that have come back that have been hunters that are that have more time to hunt. And they're looking for that quick weekend trip um, and, and not just the quick weekend trip, but they're looking to get their kids into it. And a lot of people are getting into the crossbows that we've seen. Um, and you guys have a large range of products that you guys offer, but can you go through some of those, some of those products that, that 10 point offers for that segment of Hunter? So uh, 10 point, I believe has become synonymous in the industry with quality and, and high technology. Um, and there's a lot of folks out there that also attribute um, very expensive prices on our crossbows. Um, now, of course, that's relative to every person. You know, one person may be able to afford, you know, a certain level of crossbow. Another person may be able to afford another. But what I hope to kind of educate folks today on is that we don't just build crossbows that are $1,500 or $2,000 and up. We actually uh, offer some crossbows that start at $399. And then, you know, uh, hit price points that are $100 or $200 every, every $100 or $200 along the way. And 
Um, we've built some crossbows that pretty much anyone out there who's looking for a crossbow, if they're looking for like a basic crossbow that's going to be uh, durable, rugged, it's going to shoot consistently, accurately, and it's going to perform for them for many, many years. Um, these are the crossbows that I'm going to show you today. And awesome. none of these crossbows are more than $1,000. They actually range from $399.99 for a package up to $949.99. So, you know, th these crossbows are going to be for folks who really want to get into the woods and put some meat on the table for the family. Excellent. Cannot yeah, I, wait. I, so what, what well, do you I, have for us? So first off, I'm going to start with... Uh, this is the 10-point Titan M1 crossbow. And uh, we've sold more Titan models than any other model of crossbow in the 10-point lineup in the, in the course of our history. Um, this is basically the all-time best-selling 10-point model. And the big difference between this model and the previous version is that it's nine and a half inches narrower and about 30 foot per second faster than the previous Titan, uh, the Titan SS. Um, it's only 32 and a half inches long from the butt to the stirrup. Uh, it's only six and a half, uh, six, about 6.4 pounds without the accessories. It's extremely light. It's extremely well balanced from front to back. Um, we've done a lot with the risers. Uh, you, I don't know if you can see so this riser has some fairly large cutouts in it. And we used a higher grade aluminum. And then that, that meant we were able to use a little bit less material for the riser, which then takes away that front heavy feeling. So when you go to shoulder this bow, you're not kind of fighting it with your front hand to hold it up. Uh, the bow balances extremely well from front to back when shouldered. So you know, and one of the, I think the extreme amazing things about this bow is that when it's cocked, it's only nine inches wide axle to axle. That is, is extremely short. And in fact, that's the first thing that I saw when you showed that is, is the, 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 the width of it, because more and more people, and I'm a ground blind hunter, traditionally, I sit in a tree stand every now and again. Um, but that maneuverability of a crossbow when you're in those situations and not even ground blind, when you're talking box blind or anything like that becomes extremely important. I don't know how many times I've been at a friend's property. They put me up in one of their wood blinds, their permanent blinds that they have. And they're sitting me in a four foot wide with the, with the, with the windows that are about two feet yeah. wide. And I'm sitting there with the crossbow that is about, you know, 17, 18, 19 inches wide. And I'm trying to trying to figure out where my shots are going to be at. And every shot that I'm looking at taking, I'm going to smack my limb against something, right? So that is a really great point when it comes to crossbow hunting is what scenarios you're going to be using it in. And, and, and in this case, not necessarily a life lesson, but in this case, smaller is better. Yes. Exactly. Um, smaller and lighter is better. Um, you know, the other advantage is that uh, now that the, the crossbows are not as wide as they are long, um, is that when, if you uh, have a sling on this crossbow and you 
shoulder it, you know, you shoulder the sling to go into the woods. Uh, basically, the the cam doesn't really stick out past your shoulder. So if folks are, you know, uh, longtime crossbow hunters, they can remember the days when just to get to the blind, they were basically, you know, snagging their bow assembly on trees, on briars, you know, all of that Got sort it. of thing. So uh, that's a huge advantage in addition to the one you mentioned, which is reducing the number of limb failures or, uh, you know, when the cam strikes something because you haven't given yourself enough room to take the shot because you, you haven't anticipated how far the cams and limbs will move after the shot. So yeah, it, it really has, has changed things quite a bit. And in fact, the one I'm holding here is, is my own hunting crossbow. Uh, uh, I, I have a couple of our crossbows that we built back in uh, 2014 and 2015, but none of them are this narrow. And they were all more expensive than this bow too, by the way. Uh, and it's just, it's become such a pleasure to carry a, an overall lighter bow. And then as I say, you know, uh, it's a lot, whole lot easier to make those angled shots and not have to worry whether you're in a blind or a stand, um, not have to be concerned about damaging a cam or damaging a limb. So now when we talk about price point, what was the price point of that bow? Uh, so the price on this one, we sell them as packages. Um, all of our crossbows are sold as packages. And the price point on this one is uh, $849.99 or $949.99, depending on the cocking device. So the setup I have here uh, has the AccuDraw device. So it's going to come in at that $949.99. The AccuDraw is a, a crank style device where it has a claw that goes up over the uh, the scope grabs onto the string, and then there's a crank handle that fits right here in the stock that goes into this unit, and then you crank it up. And once it's it's cranked, then remove the handle, remove the claw, place it back into the storage position, and the handle also goes back into a storage position, so that you're never without your handle uh, when you're out in the woods to be able to cock the bow. Well, that's a great value add for over a hundred for, for just a hundred dollars more to have that AccuDraw. Yeah, We've used AccuDraw a lot. <laughs> and, and I will tell you just from personal you experience, um, and, and Dave will tell you the same thing from a guy that threw a shoulder out two weeks ago and dislocated it, things like that. It's the, it's those types of things that um, keep you hunting. Cause if it wasn't for cocking devices like that, um, I, even with a crossbow, if I had to pull that with, by, by hand, I wouldn't be able to hunt this year. I'd have to, I'd have to bug Dave every time I go out to, to cock my crossbow for me, which that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, no, I know I, exactly. I had, go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. I had pulled my, uh, a couple years ago, right, Tim, when I pulled my side yeah. nerve yeah. and I did it from cocking a crossbow, Ooh. not your bow, a different brand. And I cocked it in test lab and I. And I didn't feel anything, but then like a couple of days later, all of a sudden I just couldn't even move my back. So I went to the doctors. He's like, well, the only way you could do this is if you were had like your right foot forward and you were pulling a lot of weight with one, with, you know, with your right foot forward and keeled over. And I thought, 
oh my gosh, it's from cocking a crossbow. So then I told the guys every time we did videos after, I'm like, I ain't cocking it. Someone else got to cock it. I ain't doing it. <laughs> That's what we always like, got to get a cocker with anything we get. <laughs> but there, it's like, it's a huge difference to have that cocking device yeah. and not have it. Yeah, the, the AccuDraw, uh, it reduces the force required to draw the bow back by 95%. Wow. And what I mean when I say that is that you only need about 5% of the actual draw weight force to crank the crank handle to be able to cock the bow. And basically that makes it to where almost anyone can use the crossbow regardless of whether they have an injury in their shoulder, you know, or like you, you know, as a back injury. Um, it also allows uh, young people to be able to use the bow themselves to cock the bow, of course, with supervision. But uh, we feel like this, this crank device has really helped to keep a lot of people in the woods and also to help bring a lot of people into the woods. So we're, you know, it's, it's a proven device. We've had it for almost 27 years. We've, we've got different versions of it. Um, we have a version that uh, the original style is a lot like a boat winch. It clicks when it when you crank it. But we also have a quiet version called the AccuDraw Pro that's totally silent when you use it. Uh, and we actually, on some of the newer high-end 10 points, we've employed what's called the AccuSlide, which is a totally different style of cranking system because the trigger box actually travels all the way up the flight rail, grabs onto the string. And then when you cock it, you're actually pulling the trigger box back with the string. Gotcha. So, you know, so we, we kind of took the design of, of this, this mechanism and have used it to, to create three or four other types and styles of, of crank style devices, you know, that are, that are still helping people to stay in the woods today. So one, one more Amazing. quick question about that AccuDraw. And, and we've never, we've never broken one. We've never had an issue with them, but let's just say my, my kid accidentally cuts one of the cords on it. Are those replaceable? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And we sell, uh, we sell the replacement parts for the AccuDraw. There's a, there's a ribbon spring inside a coil spring that is what allows the, the claw to retract after using it. Um, we sell replacement springs. And also if, if your cords are begin to fray or something like that, then we absolutely have replacement cords available. And one of the cool things about 10 Point is that we're extremely invested in our customers. Um, our customers are only successful, or we're only successful if our customers are successful. And we try to, to give our customers as many, uh, you know, helpful hints and tips and instructions on how to, uh, how to, how to, you know, change out their own AccuDraw cord. So by far, we have far more instructional videos, how-to videos, tips, hints, and tricks videos, than any other crossbow manufacturer in the industry. So if you were to break your cord and you purchase the cord, I could email you the link to that, uh, to that video and you'd have it changed out within 15 minutes. Awesome. Oh, that's crazy. In fact, I, you know, the one thing is that we have that a lot of people don't have this with, with what they do with their different testing shows, whatever, is we have an anti-dry fire guy who tests every single bow with anti-dry fire. By accident. <laughs> so Kevin has put your bows to the ringer. 
uh, anti dry fire testing because I'm telling you, the guy <laughs> is is so known for shooting crossbows without without bolts. Thank he, he God, gets there's so anti dry fire. Excited to shoot it that he forgets to put the bolt in it. I don't know. I've never seen Dave, that before. Dave and I, are, Dave and I are filming him right, and we'll see it, and we know it. We we know that it has anti dry fire <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, and we see him not put the bolt in, and we just kind of look at each other now and go, yeah, "This will be a good cut in for the video." <laughs> Click. Well, I appreciate Click. that you guys brought up the anti dry fire mechanism. Um, on every crossbow that we sell, we have some sort of anti dry fire, uh, uh, anti you know dry fire inhibitor or prevention device. And in this case, in with this bow, the dry fire inhibitor is located in the front of the trigger box. And I have this bow cocked right now. Uh, but if and so if I were to uh, to take the take it off of safe and pull the trigger, the string would be caught with this anti dry fire device, and that then prevents the limbs from cracking or any kind of you know uh, damage to the the cams or the axles that the cams you know ride on. Um, the axles can become bent if there's a, a dry fire event. You know, there's all sorts of bad things that happen if if you were to have a uh, an actual dry fire. But that's why we put the dry fire inhibitor in every single bow. And I'm not too proud to admit that, you know, I've shot a lot of 10 point crossbows. I've taken a lot of shots. I've, I, I was thinking about it the other day. I've probably, you know, cocked our bows uh, when you add up consumer shows and all that sort of stuff. Oh, my gosh thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Um, I've taken thousands of shots with our bows and I've definitely not put the arrow in once or twice. So the dry fire inhibitor, even for me, even the professional who should know what he's doing and remember to put the arrow in, um, even I forget. So that's why it's important. It can happen to anybody. So. Yeah. No For doubt. Sure. And, and I think one, one more thing I would add too is that it, it, it with, with the way that you guys have it, it prevents the, the crossbow or the string from firing if you don't have the bolt seated all the way back either, right? That's so right. even if you put the bolt in, but it's not seated correctly, you're not going to have any issues with that, which I think is, a, which is great because that's, that's actually happened to me on another crossbow, not your guys's at all. I didn't have it seated all the way back, but it was enough to hit that mechanism and the crossbow still fired and my, my bolt literally flew in a 360 end over end right into my right into my blind so it went um, under the string it went under it, it hit the knock yeah. and flipped it and went under it and that's because the arrow not to name names the bow company but the arrow the tongue wasn't holding the arrow in place all the way back it would slid forward it wasn't tim's fault he just moving around and it slid forward should never do that so it slid forward which caused that to happen but you know that you know hey brian question on that like so when and this you might not know exact dates but you know just estimate in your mind when do you think the first anti-dry fire systems came about for any anything in the in the crossbow market uh th that's an excellent question and <laughs> you, you, can, you can tell you've already stumped me but i i will tell you this i i can't i cannot recall whether or not um the original Horton bows had an anti-dry fire device. That's what I was trying to think. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Um, I feel like it was definitely less safe back in the day. Than but I do, know, I do know every model of crossbow that we have ever built, that goes back to 1994. 
has had an anti-dry fire system in it. Great. So, um, so at least, so I can tell you, I, I know for sure with us, it goes back 27 years. Wow. And, and as far as the bows go, like this bow and some of these other ones that don't have the slide, are those decockable or do you have to fire them at the end of the hunt? Uh, all the bows I'm going to show you today will need to be fired at the end of the hunt. Um, the AccuDraw device works in one direction only, which is, okay. is for cocking. Um, we don't consider it to be a safe practice to try to decock any of these bows using either the AccuDraw. Um, because of the dry fire inhibitor that I, I mentioned to you about, um, it's, it's actually almost impossible to be able to decock this without shooting it because you Got have it. to find a way to get around that dry fire inhibitor and there's no safe way to do that. There's so, nothing wrong with safety though. Nothing wrong with safety. Absolutely. You guys have much, a, much rather have, did, have folks be safe with their bows than you know try to yeah. give the bow an advantage that it doesn't actually have. Yeah. And you guys have... Um, a discharge bolt anyway that you can get so i definitely recommend getting one of those uh if you're buying one of these because i, I would definitely we don't we actually don't have one when we're doing it now i'm thinking about it. i'm like i should ask you guys for one <laughs> but like this would be way helpful when you're trying to at the end of the night you know after the hunt so pretty cool well i'll remember i'll have to remember to get one out to you dave yeah that's great i you know i want to say something real quick before we get to the next bow this price point is awesome price point um oh, yeah. i want to say that the, the, when you look at uh, Ten Point as a whole, and you work at, look at Wicked Ridge and stuff, uh, the bow we just did, the Wicked uh, Ridge NXT four hundred, uh, is a sick bow. And at the price it is, we were actually talking about this the internal team when we were sitting there talking about that bow. We're like, I can't believe they made a bow that's like only just over a thousand dollars. Like this bow is like stacked. And we're like, this is one of the best shooting bows we've used this year. And, it, and my son was shooting it. It's such a great bow. And I was thinking, like, you're getting so much for your money right here. It's unbelievable to me. Like, yeah, sure. I mean, there's obviously 2000 3000 and up on different price points like we talked about. But with this bow, you're getting a ton for the price this bow is. That's absolutely the case. Um, you know, uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about uh, – we, we have a, a very large engineering and research and development uh, department um, in excess of 10 to 12 employees. And we made about a three and a half million dollar investment four years into a new space for them to work. Um, and then also in, uh, you know, to add more staff. We've also added a, a bunch of uh, cutting edge machining technology we have our own CNC uh, machines. We have our own 3D printers. We can actually design crossbows and within two days have a working prototype that oh, we're then wow. shooting and, and practicing with. And but the reason I bring that up is that we're beginning, you know, this year uh, we're beginning to really, really start to see, you know, where that technology invest or that engineering investment is paying off in uh, huge technology dividends for, you know, the new products that we're going to have coming out, especially in 2022. Um, Stop teasing us. You will absolutely, <laughs> you, you will absolutely see where that investment uh, is. Has, has, Gosh, has, darn it, Brian. Has, I'm has mad been. at you now. <laughs> um, 
But when we when we come out with new technology, what we're able to do then is to start to move some of that uh, the the previous technology down to the to the lower price points. And the yeah, NXT 400 yeah. is a perfect example of that um, because it's very similar to a, a crossbow we had in the 10 point lineup three years ago called the Stealth NXT. Yeah. Um, that Stealth NXT sold for uh, right around $1,500 or $1,600. But now someone can go purchase, you know, we've got it under the Wicked Ridge brand, Wicked Ridge by 10 point. They can now go and purchase that Wicked Ridge bow for right around $1,049. Um, that being the case, you're basically getting, you know, $1,500 technology for $1,000. That's awesome. you know, that technology advancement continues to to benefit and every one of our customers, regardless of the price or bow that they're going to invest in. Yeah, this bow is a great bow, guys. So like I said, if, if you want to spend around twelve hundred bucks, it's a no brainer to me. This this one's a no brainer. And then if you can't afford that, then what Brian's talking about is where we go to the next stages. And that's why I wanted to bring it up real quick, because. I know we said we're trying to keep under a thousand, but this, this bow was so amazing that, you know, it's worth every penny that you guys are selling it for on here. Very, very cool. Absolutely. Uh, and just to kind of round things up on the, uh, the Titan M1, um, we sell this as a package. It'll come with the uh, three power ProView scope, um, a three arrow quiver. And then also it comes with three of our 10 point Pro Elite 400 carbon arrows. So there's added value built in there. Um, when you buy a crossbow, it's not like when you buy a compound bow. Generally, you buy the compound and it's going to be bare bones, and then you're going to be adding, you know, buying accessories point. and adding them in there. Um, when you buy a crossbow, the price that you pay is going to also get you the optic, the cocker, uh, it'll get you the quiver, and then also three arrows. So basically, you're up shooting out of the box. Yep. Um, wow. And so there's there's some value even built into our packages. And that's great. Again, uh, you you can basically get into a 10 point crossbow. This is the Titan M1 for $849.99. So this this belief that you have to spend thousands of dollars to shoot a 10 point, just not true. I love it. What that do we have next? I think that is interesting that how people think that 10 point is only that high cost range when yes, you guys do have stuff at the premium level, but people for some reason forget all the middle. And I don't know why that is. That's, that's a great point you bring up. And I think that, you know, it, these bows right here are showing the fact that that's not the case. And, you know, yeah, and well, I think even we down. make that mistake sometimes where we want to see the new I, technology, I, the biggest, baddest stuff that's out there. Right. And even we ignore that sometimes, but I know why I know why. And the reason is, is when you think of 10 point, you really do think of high end premium crossbows. So you just yeah, do, you, you do think of the think best about. of the best. Yeah. That and is people true. ask me like, Hey, what's, what's one of the best or the best bow company out there. I'm like, well, 10 points got some badass stuff you know what i'm saying like so it's hard to it's i get it i get why it's it's a little bit of an issue for you guys and i think that this is the wicked ridge push is very important in this in this case absolutely you know we can reach a whole lot more customers um at at, at the lower price points you know there's obviously going to be a lot more people who are going to be able to spend 399.99 
than twenty nine ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. You know? So um, the next crossbow I brought uh, is is one in the Wicked Ridge lineup. Wicked Ridge by ten point. It's called the uh, Wicked Ridge M three seventy crossbow, and it's it's very similar to the the Titan M one bow, and it, it's extremely narrow when it's cocked. So the, the Titan M1 is about nine inches wide, axle to axle. This one's about nine and a half. Um, Not bad has, at all. It, it has a little bit different stock style. Um, there's some cutouts in the, in the stock underneath the flight rail and even back here uh, around the cocking mechanism and in the pistol grip. So Ooh. we really built this bow to be ultra narrow, but also ultra light. I mean, um, where the, the, the Titan M1 is about six and a half pounds, this bow comes in at only 5.8 pounds. Nice. That's not bad at all. You'd be, it, it, I think people would be surprised how big of a difference that makes in the, in, in the balancing of those when you're talking about the, and it seems like a small difference, right? Um, less than a pound or about a pound difference. Um, but that makes a huge difference, huge difference. So yeah. what does that do? Does that, 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 and I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask the question anyway, does that affect the stability of the bow? Uh, it, it does all not. the cutouts. No, um, we've, we've engineered these cutouts specifically so that they would not affect performance in any way. And they would not in any way degrade, you know, the overall strength of the stock structure. We also use a, a glass-filled uh, polypropylene material uh, from Poly One Industries uh, to as our stock material. It's extremely strong and extremely light. It has carbon fiber injected as well as the fiberglass. So wow. um, we drop test all of our bows from about 20 feet, um, you know, which is generally about as as high as most people go when they're in the stand. Um, we drop test them all to make sure that they don't fire, um, you know, as a result of being dropped. And we also drop test them to, to, to check for the strength of the stock and the integrity of the stock. And um, obviously, uh, we don't come out with a model unless it passes those drop tests. Good. Yeah, it, it is. And, and, and it is important. Uh, again, I, we're, we won't name names, but we have had issues with that, with other bows that are under so much tension. We've actually collapsed the stock of a crossbow before with the, with the tension that it was pulling. And it's not a fun scenario to be in when you have a fully cocked crossbow and your stock, your, your stock that's taking the tension of pulling that uh, rope back starts to fail on you. So it, it, it's hugely important. Again, another reason why <laughs> Ten Point is known for their quality. We never had 10 point issues, Brian, but you know, on Tesla, nope. we test all these different brands. We've had bows, like the guys go to shoot it in the front limb snaps. And then all of a sudden it doesn't break all the way, but just, just like enough. And then all of a sudden you're like, what do we do? Like, can we fire this? Like, you know, Run. everybody's freaking out. Like what's the next? Yeah. Like, so like you can hear it like kind of caving in on itself, you know, or like, I, I don't remember what we did. I think somehow we got the bolt out. We just put it on the ground. It blew up eventually by itself. It was crazy. Yeah, I think we I think we or, put it in a safe room and just kind of let it sit there and eventually it released we've had crossbow shoot. we didn't have to worry we've about it. We've had crossbows shoot by themselves. Yeah. I mean, crazy stuff. And it's just like, what? Never and a 10 point. Is, 
Never this goes time. back though to my comment earlier about compound companies making crossbows, right? You got it's like you're not focused on one thing and you're making mistakes, right? Very important and critical life-changing mistakes that someone could have been killed or hurt with a bow that goes out by itself. It's just absolutely crazy. Some of the stuff that's out there. So, so the safety features on this one, very similar to the M1? Yes. So it's going to also have the dry fire inhibitor device in the trigger box. Um, you're probably beginning to notice that we have these large safety wings on all of our bows so that when you're gripping the bow, uh, your fingers are protected by the barrier here. Um, our trigger mechanisms work uh, by the safety mechanisms starting in fire. And that's going to seem strange to folks who've grown up rifle and you know pistol shooting, where you always place the the weapon back on safe. Um, our, our our safety start in fire because the act of cocking the bow automatically puts the bow into safe. Awesome. So there is another no minor detail that is very important because you don't get that on other crossbows. Absolutely. And that's huge because you can't make a mistake because I don't know how many times I've watched somebody load a bolt and they forget to put it on safety because it doesn't automatically get put into safety yeah. when you cock it back. And I'm going, whoa, 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 like a rate, like a, like a range yeah. cock, right? Like stop Definitely. what you're doing and don't touch anything. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and, and, and that's also, it, it helps if you're, you're hunting with young people. Absolutely. You know, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, the AccuDraw device allows for young people to be able to cock the bows themselves. Well, if they're going to cock the bow themselves with supervision, you know, you always want that bow automatically to be in safe and to start in safe. And with all of our crossbows, that's something that, uh, you know, every single one of them features. So great. Uh, now this bow shoots up to 300, this is again, that's the Wicked Ridge M370. It shoots up to 370 feet per second and carries about 118 foot pounds of kinetic energy, which is way more than enough that you need to shoot a deer out to let's say 40 yards. Um, we actually expect if you're shooting a broadside deer at 40 yards to get a total pass through with that much energy. Um, so they're tremendous, uh, tremendous weapons to be able to use when, when you're in the hunting situation, they will definitely, uh, definitely get the penetration that you're looking for, you know, to be able to make a quick ethical harvest. Um, awesome. this bow, well, and what's the price point on that one, Brian? So this one comes in at $699 or $799. Um, you can get it either with the AccuDraw crank device or the rope cocker. Um, one of the big differences with this bow is the optic is not quite as high end as the ProView 3 optic on the Titan M1. This is our 10 point multi-line scope. Uh, it, it doesn't have the ability to illuminate, whereas the ProView 3 scope, uh, you can actually turn, uh, turn a little light on and, and the dots light up in either red or green. So that's where the difference between the price of this bow and the Titan comes in, you know, what are you actually getting that's different? Well, it's a little bit lower end optic in this one, but it helps to round off the, the package price. Um, you get, again, you get the three arrow quiver and you get three Pro Elite 400 carbon arrows, and that's $699 with the rope sled or $799 with the AccuDraw. So, and that illumination part, 
really isn't that big of a deal, to be honest with you. I've never had that big of an issue with shooting even in low light environments. The issue that I've had in shooting in low light environments is if I'm using a rangefinder and my rangefinder is not illuminated, I got to stop hunting because my rangefinder will typically not show me what number it is because it's too dark before I can't see through my scope and see the hash marks on it. So exactly. And if I may say so, both of you uh, are still fairly young gentlemen. Oh, that's, that's oh, generous. That is very generous. And so you have pretty good <laughs> eyesight and all those kinds of things. And, but for, for a lot of our uh, customers who, you know, maybe uh, senior citizens in, in that arena, a lot of them really like the lighted, the, you know, to be able to illuminate the dots on the scope. Great point. Because it, it can really, really help, uh, especially if you get to that half, you know, the, the magic time, I call it. Yes. Half an hour, after, you know, up to half an hour after daylight or half an hour right before dark. Um, you know, we call it, it prime time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It'll really Do you guys help, see these uh, scopes? I'm sorry. Do you guys yes, see we can see what you're sharing. Oh. Yep. Yeah, I didn't oh, know you guys had this deal. many scopes, Brian. Oh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm so glad you can pull up our website. I didn't yeah, know you guys had so, that many scopes. That's crazy. So we've actually expanded our scope line in the last two years uh, to now include the Evo X Marksman Elite scope, uh, which is the one on the far left. Um, it, it has uh, large uh, turrets uh, for the windage and the elevation that are very easy to use. You don't have to take a cap off, pull the, tur the turrets up make your adjustments, stick them back down. Uh, the, the Marksman Elite is a, a variable power scope. Uh, so in other words, uh, the, faster, oh, cool. the faster you shoot, the greater the magnification uh, in the scope. Uh, it also has uh, dots or reticles that allow you to shoot out to 100 yards. Now, wow. of, course, of course, the 100 yard shooting is not intended to be, you know, we don't intend for you to use that um, in a hunting situation. Uh, but we have a lot of customers who like to do long distance shooting with their crossbows for practice. It can be really, really helpful to, you know, shoot a long, much longer distance than, than and practice at a longer distance than you actually intend to shoot. It really will help to tighten your groups up at that those closer distances. So if you go out practice target shooting out at 80 yards and then you come back to 40 yards, that 40 yards seems like a whole lot closer, you know. So um, you know, we had a lot of customers who were asking for the ability to shoot out to that distance. And so we we developed this, you know, and the it has the best light gathering capabilities also of any of our scope line um, in those low light situations that we were talking about just a minute ago it's it does really really well where most of the time when i use the marksman elite scope i don't ever even have to turn the lights on uh, yeah. up until up until you know the, it's time to quit in the evening here's here's my problem with the whole illumination thing i didn't say earlier i always forget to turn it off and i always <laughs> kill the battery <laughs> Can we put like Always. a solar panel right here? Always. A solar panel. <laughs> I share. I share also that uh, issue. I, I forget to turn mine off too, and so I don't. I don't end so up Tim, usually having lights because my batteries run dead. But well, and that, that's why I said to me the illumination part. 
isn't that big of a deal because every time I go out, it's already dead. <laughs> I don't right. have the option. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Brian, I wanted to bring up you guys have light and knocks, and, and that's pretty cool. You guys have your that's own. awesome. I just love that idea. Yeah, we sell both non-lighted and lighted knock systems uh, in our arrows. Um, if you want to shoot lighted knocks, you, you have to purchase the lighted version of the knock. Um, we've, we've recently started gluing the alpha knock now into our arrows. Um, we had some customer complaints about issues with the knocks, so we've started gluing those in to make sure that they stay indexed properly to the cock vein. And also, uh, so that you know the knock never comes out. Basically, uh, for a period of time, we had a system where you could switch the knock out and throw a light in there. Um, we, we've kind of moved away from that, uh, you know, because again, we want to produce uh, products that are going to work the best for our customers. Yeah, I love the fact that you just said that you had this issue and you're fixing it because most companies don't say that and they just. Ah, uh, we didn't have an issue, but then they still fix it. But it to me, it's Maybe next year. Yeah, to me, it's important that we we talk about the issue and then we fix the issue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just the way to go. I don't think any anything frustrates <laughs> customers anymore um, than folks who won't recognize if if they have a you know an issue with one of their products. Um, you know, one of the reasons why we've been in business for 27 years, and one of the reasons why we are, are really good at building crossbows is, you know, yes, we've made this large investment in the engineering and, and research aspects, but we also listen to what customers want. So we, you know, we would actually uh, love to hear the negative feedback on a product because then that's what kind of sets the tone or, or tells us what things we need to look into to possibly redesign or change and evolve into a much better uh, functioning product in this, you know, for the future. So yeah. uh, customer feedback is like our number one way, our customer, you know, I tell people all the time, our customers are the ones driving this, this car here. You know, they're the ones that are orienting us into the directions that we go from a, a, an engineering and a research standpoint. Customers, you know, uh, in the past five years have been wanting crossbows that are way, way more narrow when they're cocked, um, that are lighter overall, and that also achieve higher performance than, than crossbows have in the past. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm so happy with the way it's going. Like, I feel like it's really come a long way, even since 2009 when we started. I feel like the direction crossbows have gone uh, with you guys leading the pack in that kind of business. I, I'm just, I'm thrilled. I think it's really going the right direction. The safety is coming up with it. So it's not like we're leaving something aside. Um, you know, the, the easeability of cocking and decocking, whatever it is with the newest stuff, it's, it's incredible. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to ask you real quick about, and people don't realize this sometimes, um, first off, for those who don't know, like you guys have a lot of your own things. So you have your own crossbows, of course, but you have your own scopes. You have your own bags and packs to carry those. You have your own bolts. You have your own quiver. You have your own lighted knocks. And you also have broadheads. And that's what I wanted to kind of come to real quick is just the broadheads. So you guys have a fixed blade, the Montec fix, which is, I believe, in partnership with G5 uh, to do the Montec. And then you also have the X center punch. So two different options, correct? Yep. 
So I'll talk first about the, uh, the center punch broadhead. I've got some right here. Uh, it's called the center punch premium broadhead. And part of the reason why it's a premium broadhead is that we, a few years ago, we actually looked at 20 of the best selling broadheads that are out on the market. And we took all 20 of those broadheads and we put them up, uh, it, we put them through four or five different tests. We wanted to see which ones were most accurate, which ones were most durable, which ones, uh, you know, uh, performed the way they were supposed to. So in other words, they didn't open in midair, you know, if it was a mechanical or something like that. And the design that we settled upon is the design of this broadhead. It's a two blade rear deploy style broadhead, which means it has two blades that sort of scissor open, but it's the back end of the blades that, that strikes the animal. And then that's what causes the, the scissor action to happen. Uh, we found this to be very much like field point accuracy. So when people can say they can shoot an inch group at 40 yards with one of our bows with field points, they will also be able to shoot that inch group at 40 yards with these broadheads. Um, wow. One of the big advantages uh, and why we feel that they're the best broadheads to be shot for, for 10 point and Wicked Ridge crossbows is that uh, the design doesn't allow the blades to ever, ever open prematurely. As long as the, the broadhead does not strike an object along the way to the animal. Um, think about when you're in your vehicle and you're stopped at a red light and the light turns green and you hit the accelerator. When you hit the accelerator, you're kind of pushed back into your seat a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's what happens with the blades on this broadhead. So when you pull the trigger and the string lunges forward, it pushes the arrow forward and, and get that extreme acceleration, it actually causes the blades to push back in and stay seated until it hits the animal. Wow, and that's cool. It, anybody who has shot mechanical broadheads in the past, um, you know, one of the frustrations about them, especially several years ago, is if you have one one of the blades open and start to flare, or it doesn't even have to open fully, it could just start to flare a little bit mm -hmm. in midair. And if yeah. that happens, then you're going to get like a like a corkscrew type, you know, motion. Um, it's definitely going to throw off the accuracy of the broadhead. And that's why after doing all of our testing, we settled on this particular style as being the best in general. Oh, and you you hit one of the issues right on the head for me, and that that is eliminating errors and issues, right? And and I've always been a crossbow guy. I've always been, I don't want to call it afraid of broadheads or mechanicals, but one that would shy away from it because I want to eliminate any issues. I already have enough issues, trust me. <laughs> Did I bring my range finder? I couldn't tell. I, I, I have enough issues as everybody knows. So to be able to minimize those issues uh, helps me be a better hunter. And 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 that's a great point that you're making with those with those broadheads. And the fact not not because you you know other companies they make them for crossbows, but you're ten point and you make crossbows, right? So I think that's a huge point when it comes to that. 
is that your guys are testing, but not only testing it, but testing on some of the the, the hardest punching, fastest yep. flying crossbows that are made with the with the best quality, and they are phenomenal. And I'm gonna have to try those out to be honest with you. Yeah, they're not gonna uh, sell it if it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, on their own bows. <laughs> we uh, we have a lot of a, a lot of folks that are like uh, that are like Tim who even if we even if we showed them the video the slow motion video of this broadhead you know functioning correctly which by the way if you go to our youtube channel 10 point crossbows youtube channel there is a a, a high speed slow motion video of of that broadhead hitting uh some ballistics gel cool. showing showing the 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 blades staying seated because we also have we also own a high speed camera which which nice. enables you to to you know really really slow things down and see what's happening right at that last level, and uh, we used it during all of that broadhead testing so that we could see okay th did this broadhead have a blade that was flaring Yep there it is exactly that's it right there Wow uh, the blades always stay closed on on that broadhead. Yep. And you can look at how fast it opens too. Holy oh cow. Oh my gosh. One and seven eighths inch cutting diameter, which is, which is going to be lethal, you know, for, for any, no doubt. If, as long as you, you get it in the right, the right spot, you know, uh, but we have, we have folks that regardless of whether we show them that video, you know, they still just don't feel right about a, a, a mechanical style broadhead. Yeah. So when we did our testing a few years back, we found that uh, the G5 Montec actually was the most accurate, uh, you know, uh, best penetration, uh, best overall uh, to, to be able to withstand the shot, never breaks during mid shot and, you know, anything like that. Um, and so we partnered with them this year to, to bring to our customers a, a, a fixed broadhead alternative Awesome. Uh, so this one's called the Evo X uh, Montec Broadhead. So this is powered by G5 Outdoors. Um, you know, we've partnered with them and, and, and we're selling this now um, as an alternative for folks if they still just don't feel right about using mechanical. And um, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever used them before, but I, I know in being when I was customer service manager, um, I talked to a lot of customers over the last six or eight years who really, really uh, like this broadhead and had been shooting it. They've been shooting it for years. So we, we wanted to offer a, another alternative to folks who may not really like that mechanical. So people should definitely check out the Evo X Montec. Yeah, Can we I love talk this about... idea. I love this idea because what you guys did here is you said, all right, we need a fixed blade head. We can make one ourselves. Yeah, sure. But, or we could team up with one of the best selling broadheads of all time, the Montec. So I feel Everybody like it was a no brainer too, sure. and you have chosen definitely one is tried and true. And I mean, that's probably G5's best selling product of all time. That Montec is like legendary. And, you know, being a uh, machine, like a CNC machine, one solid piece is absolutely incredible. Uh, and it's super powerful. So that's why, there's no doubt in my mind, if I shot that at an animal, it would literally go exactly where I'm putting it. So yeah, I think you have two great options here that either one, um, I, I'm excited to see how that goes for you guys. But I would think people will shoot either one of those. In fact, Jamie's shooting the uh, 
the Montac one you guys sent us and he put it on that, that bow and it's, he's pumped about it. I can't wait to see what it does to that buck. <laughs> and, Can we you know, talk real quick about broadhead grains and crossbows? And, Ooh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred grain shooter. That's what I've always shot. I, I saw that you held up the hundred grain. Is there an, is there an issue or do you guys have a recommendation as to what grain you should be shooting with the, with the crossbow? Does it matter? And does it matter depending on the bow that, that you guys have, or can you shoot a hundred grain or a 125 and it doesn't matter as long as you sight it in properly? Uh, yes, the crossbow itself matters less. That doesn't really matter much. Um, the crossbow is going to do the same job regardless of whatever model it is that we sell. It has more to do with the arrow itself. So uh, I've got, this is the, uh, the Pro Elite 400 carbon arrow. The one that I was mentioning came in the, the, the bow packs, uh, the packages of the crossbows I talked about. And we use a, a, a 61 grain aluminum insert in this, in this arrow. Uh, we also use three and a half inch boning X veins. They're actually pretty heavy. They're pretty thick. They're very, very rugged. Uh, they'll, they, you know, they uh, withstand a lot of force and a lot of, uh, you know, damage and they'll actually come back to being regular shape. Um, and then of course we have the alpha knock system in the back, but uh, there's something with arrows called uh, the, the front of center percentage. So in other words, um, if I go to balance this arrow, uh, you, you, you notice that the balance point is actually not at the center of the arrow. It's actually forward of the center of the arrow. And so that's where the front of center comes from. This arrow actually is 14%. The, the place where it balances is actually 14% closer to the front of the arrow than is actual you know, uh, measured center. Um, that has a lot to do with the accuracy of the arrow itself. Um, that has a lot to do with how well through the air it will travel after the crossbow launches it at that, you know, uh, at, at that high speed as to how fast the arrow recovers and then, you know, begins to, uh, to rotate and, and achieve that sort of like that football spiral is kind of yeah. what you really want, you know, stable. You don't want the end, either of the ends to, to be wobbling in any way. Um, and the reason why you want a little bit of front of center, you don't want the arrow to completely center itself, is that you always want the front of the arrow to be pulling the back of the arrow with it. Um, the, the veins are there to stabilize the arrow in flight and to help it keep a, a straight traje trajectory. If the veins are heavier or the back end of the arrow is somehow heavier than the front end, um, you, you, you can kind of imagine that the back end will then start to drag the arrow down and, and you will not get that same kind of good, uh, uh, you know, uh, consistent, uh, stable spiral action that you want in the arrow. So that's a long explanation for- No, it's a great explanation though, yeah. That's a long explanation about, uh, so we typically will build our arrows so that they will have right around uh, between 14% and 17% front of center. Um, that's kind of a sweet spot 
um, when you're building arrows. So you generally will get the best uh, accurate arrow trajectories when your arrow falls generally between 12%, let's say, and 20%, okay? Um, when you, we build all of our arrows with the intention uh, uh, that people are gonna use a 100 grain broadhead. Okay. But we also know, we also know that some people like to shoot 125 grain broadheads because that, that's one easy way for someone to add extra weight to the arrow which then adds a little bit extra punch, a little bit extra kinetic energy. Right. So it's also another way for you to increase the front of center percentage that the arrow has. Because when you put more than 100 grains on here, you're actually adding weight to the front of the arrow. So you're increasing that front of, that front of center percentage from, let's say, 14% to 17% or from 17% up to 18 or 19%. Um, so I guess the answer to your question is this. Um, if you prefer, I always advocate for folks to shoot the heaviest arrow setups that they can, because okay. I advocate for shooting, I'm an energy shooter instead of a speed shooter. Um, most of the crossbows these days shoot fast enough that um, uh, the, even if you, you, you shoot a heavier arrow, they're still gonna shoot faster than most crossbows did five years ago. They're still gonna have more than enough speed, but it'll give you that little bit of an energy advantage uh, on you know, adding a little bit of kinetic energy. And then it also may uh, help to stabilize the arrow in flight a little bit better. So you know, my recommendation would be to try sighting in with 100 grain and then test that broadhead and then uh, use, you know, use the 125 grain broadhead, uh, sight in with 125 grain field point, then test that broadhead and choose the one that yields the, the most accurate and the tightest group. Okay. But we awesome. typically engineer, we typically keep in mind that you know, the average uh, weight of, a, of, of most broadheads these days is right around that 100 grains. There's a few out there that you can get with 125. There's even a few now that are 150 or 170. Yeah. Um, you know, but, and so I guess when we do our testing and we, we do our arrow builds and come up with the recipe for this arrow, we use 100 grains. But that doesn't mean that if you bump up to 125 grains, you're not still going to get just as good accuracy, if not, maybe even a little better. Awesome, man. That's a great explanation. Great. I appreciate that. Cool. It's one of those things that everybody's, everybody talks about, but nobody really knows. And you know, and I appreciate that. <laughs> it's awesome. Thanks. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you guys, that's a great question because I think there's a lot of customers, uh, a lot of hunters out there who hear that FOC talked about all the time but they don't really know exactly what, what's being discussed. Yep. And I know for a fact, there's a lot of people out there that have the same question you do, which is, which, which is better for me to shoot, 100 grains or 125 grains? And, you know, like I was saying, there's no, there's no yes or no answer to that, I guess. It's, it's well, and that's not a bad answer. You'll have it's to the try. explanation that counts. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Good. Well, hey, I, I appreciate it, Brian. It has been great. I, I don't, did, did you have any other bows to show us or that, that, that we were just going over those two today? Because those two were pretty cool. 
Yeah, the, the, um, actually, the last thing I want to do is uh, I want to uh, talk about, we have a sweepstakes going on right now uh, on our website. So if there's anybody out there who shoots, uh, who tags out on an animal, it doesn't have to be a whitetail. It could be a turkey, a bear. Um, I've seen some hogs come in. I've seen, uh, you know, uh, uh, someone shot a grouse the other day with, with one of their 10-point arrows and sent cool. that picture in. So if they go to our tag out gallery on our website and they upload that photo, and that photo includes the animal and the crossbow in the photo, or the animal, the crossbow, and them in the photo, that would be even better. But uh, if they do that, they go to our website, upload the photo, they'll be entered to win uh, either one of, of, of five different uh, Marksman Elite crossbow scopes that we're giving out. Cool. Um, we're, we're doing that, we're doing a drawing awesome. for those Marksman Elite scopes every two weeks. And also um, we have a grand prize, which is the, the first crossbow I showed you, the Titan M1 crossbow package with the AccuDraw device. Um, that, that'll be the grand prize. We'll draw the winner for that out of all of the, the pictures submitted uh, in middle, middle of December. So I definitely encourage folks to go to www.10pointcrossbows.com and you can scroll down to the bottom of the home page and you'll see there's a, a link there for our tag out gallery. Click on that link. And then when it takes you to the tag out gallery, you'll see an upload, uh, upload a photo button. You click on that button, enter in your information and then upload your photo. Um, all of those, those submissions will go onto 10 points tag out gallery so that anybody in the world through the internet can go take a look at you know the your harvest and also um, it helps us we like to brag on our customers what can i say um, and as i mentioned earlier when our customers are successful we're successful that's how we measure our own success and so it's it's you know we've, we've had the sweepstakes going since about october 1st and i will tell you we have had amazing response to the sweepstakes we've been I love receiving it. i love the variety that you have not only the variety of customer young old male female um but the, the the variety of deer that we're seeing too and the bear and the hogs and all that kind of stuff it just goes to show you it's about getting out in nature it's about enjoying it having a nice ethical hunt and uh just living it man it, it, it's awesome and thank you for giving back like that i think that's really cool yes thank you well, I, I, I appreciate the time to be able to, to that you guys have me on the show to be able to talk about our bows and to kind of talk about our company philosophy. Awesome, Brian. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. All right, guys. Good luck to you out there in the field. This has been a presentation of bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.